NFR Extra is a podcast dedicated to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons and personalities that embody the Western lifestyle. The worst part, everybody keeps calling me, uh, like, oh, you're you're an old vet now. I'm like, well, I'm 28. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Last round, I won won the average, won the world title, split the round, set a earnings record, tied the average title, all on one ride. Jeez Louise. I don't know if that'll happen again. About you want to be a bull rider? You thought you had a chance of being a bull rider earlier? Yeah, I, I did, yeah. What happened there? Well, um, I got smarter. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is Steve Godert, and you're listening to the NFR Extra. With a snap of her fingers, the grill has started, and I've been called out. So if this is a little bit of a tense episode, I've been called basic. So... I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we are entertained and that we have a great time in this episode. My first question is going to be about Canadian food. I want to know about Canadian food because we're speaking with world champion Zeke Thurston. And like, what, what's, what's a Canadian dish that you're not able to get here in the States? Man, Canada is not known for its food. Okay. The only thing that they've ever created, I think, is poutine, <laughs> which is just French fries with gravy and cheese poured on top of it. I was so glad you explained that, because I, <laughs> when I heard that, I'm like, that doesn't sound like something we're allowed to say. But okay, thanks for the explanation. What a what? stock question, too, Andy, with bringing the heat. And you got Zeke Thurston, and like what I kind said, of food does Canada have? Everyone can feel the tension. It's yeah. palpable. That's good. So why, why would you put gravy on French fries? I'm not really sure where it comes from. Be honest, um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the history on poutine. You know? That's not. That's not something that like right before you get on a horse, you. I'm gonna have some poutine just to kind of oh. get me some sustenance to get through this one. That <laughs> you feel like, like an athlete when you finish your French fries and gravy, right? Yeah, with cheese. Oh. Clog my arteries real quick before I get on. <laughs> Holy cow! Ready for a nap. <laughs> so obviously, you you come from a rodeo family. So world championships. Canadian titles, things like that are, are in your background, but I, I'm always interested to hear, like, when was that moment that, that you realized this is something you could do for a living? I don't know that, uh, like, I don't know if I've ever, ever realized it, but like, I, I, don't, I can't remember a time where there, that wasn't what I wanted to do was to be a rodeo cowboy, you know? Um, I think it just kind of, I, I grew up, you know, watching my dad ride Bronx and, I think every little boy always wants to be like their dad, you know. Um, it's the first big influence in your life at that time, and that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's all I that's all I wanted to do. Um, my grandma, my grandma used to record the NFR on the on the VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad would bring them home, and I'd just wear them out watching them. And so that's kind of, yeah, it's just kind of always been there. Um, my little boy, he's two, 
and he, he's the same way. Uh, you know, I never told him to do that. You know, he's two, but that's yeah, <laughs> just how yeah. he is. You know, that's how I was. And yeah. Um, yeah. You were talking about you want to be a bull rider. You thought you had a chance of being a bull rider earlier? Yeah, well, I, I did, yeah. What happened there? Well, um, I got smarter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I broke my leg um, while I was healing up. I started uh, focusing on my bronc riding a lot more. Um, I guess at that point, I was, I was getting on broncs, but I was kind of doing it like high school rodeos and stuff for all around points. Um, started started getting a little more serious about it, and uh, and then when I come back, started get you know getting on again, bulls and broncs, and and the bronc riding really started kind of clicking, and and I decided that was uh, going to be a, a a path that had more longevity, I guess. So, the, no offense to anybody that just rodeos and doesn't work cows, ranch, do those type things, but I've seen from. A lot of the videos that you post and stories that I've heard, I mean, that's something that you're very passionate about, the the ranching and, and livestock background that you have as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, both sides of my family, um, very deeply rooted in, in ranching and, and agriculture and stuff. Uh, it's same thing, kind of just grew up in it. And I've uh, just always had an interest in, in horses and, and livestock and things like that. And um, so that's, that's kind of, kind of what we do. You know, we're, we're busy between that and rodeo and, and, uh, just everyday life, but it's, I don't think there's any better way to raise your family. You guys agree? Cow calf operation or stalkers or yearlings? Yeah, we just like myself, mostly just grass yearlings, um, works a little better for being gone all the time. Um, especially in the winter, uh, you don't have to Canada, you got to feed, feed all, all the winter months, mm-hmm. you know? So, which is eight, <laughs> which same, is, same, which same is same most of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You have to feed every month but July. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my dad, he runs uh, he runs mama cows, you know, and nice. Um, does all that deal, so. So are you breaking and training some horses, too, or? or? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple brood mares and things. Um, same thing. I, I've always really been interested in horsemanship and stuff, so we've been uh, raising a, uh, just a couple uh, every year for, for a couple years now and stuff. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll ride some colts and, and things. So is there anybody that you try to follow or anybody's methods that you like as far as horsemanship goes? Oh, all, all sorts of people. Um, I really like to go ride with other other people, you know, and um, especially somebody that's better than you and uh, kind of pick 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 things up from each guy. No different than riding brunks, right? You, you just create your own style and, and your own deal and just go from there. You know, it's funny. I, I've only been able to gather bucking horses like in big pastures a couple of times, but you want to talk about feeling alive? Yeah. Like when those horses take off and you got tears running down your eyes and you're just praying that you don't fall in a badger hole or something. Yeah, that's that's a that's an amazing feeling. Yeah, it's fun. That's pretty cool. I do want to talk about uh, the NFR this last year because going into it, no offense, but uh, there's a lot of other guys that were kind of on the radar that were, you know, oh, he can do it, he can do it. You know, I mean, they were set up for it. And... I don't think it was probably until about halfway that it was like, uh, Zeke's kind of coming on strong. Did you feel like that or did it, I mean, was that just my, well, yeah, I don't, I, I come off of the Canadian finals, um, won the Canadian title and, uh, had, uh, had some pretty big rides up there, a couple good rides at the Canadian finals. And so, uh, we were riding a pretty good wave when we, when we got here and, uh, yeah, there was like Sage, you know, he had a big lead, like huge, 
impressive, impressive regular yeah. season. Stetson was right there with him. Holman um, was coming on super strong. Mm-hmm. Lefty's in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I, I think I went in sixth or something maybe, like 120, 115,000 back or something. But, uh, yeah, we just we just went out there and tried to make the best ride on every horse I had, you know, and, and uh, had a couple round wins and things. But just got the ball rolling and, and uh, just went from there. At what point did you kind of feel you were a contender in that deal this last year? Um, before I got here. Okay. Touche. Yeah. I apologize. Why would you ask that? <laughs> so, when he qualified, was yeah. top 15? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a shot. Was there a moment this year that really just stood out to you in general, like during the finals that you were like, this is the 2022 memory? I would have to say, yeah, there was. Like it was, I mean, to have the finals that I did have, like it, it was pretty crazy. But the last round, um, I won – I won the average, win the world title, split the round, set a earnings record, tied the average title, all on one ride. Jeez I Louise. I don't know if that'll happen again. And what was your 10th round horse? Uh, all or nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good Fitting. one. That, yeah, really exactly. good horse. Yeah. Amen mm. to that. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel bad. I'm like, I apologize. I, no. You were a contender the whole time. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you look at leaderboards? No, not really. So you don't even look at the standings. You're you just one horse at a time. Yeah, like not like at the just during the regular season. We'll look, I sure. check the stand just to make sure they're getting your money put in and stuff. You know, sure. Um, but they do a big audit at the end. But during the finals, like points stuff. No, not I don't I don't look. I don't. Do guys talk about it in the locker room? I think some of them guys they uh, pay attention to it. Maybe um, I don't really have any reason not to. Like it's not like. It's not like I don't think I'd get in my own head doing. I just you got you got a job to do. You know, worry about that after. Is it when you when you win around? Does that stimulate you in a manner to where it's like, all right, we got to go here or there, or is it just like, all right, cool, that was great, go do the ceremony, and you're you're going. But does that like kind of throw a monkey wrench in your thought process at all? No, not not really. It's it's a lot of fun winning around. Yeah, yeah. You go out there to <laughs> South Point, get your buckle and. Yeah, it's uh, we usually celebrate it. Yeah, behind the doors or you know on the casino floor, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your casino game? What do you like to play? Uh, I like to play blackjack, okay. um, mostly, but just anything really. All right. Do you hit on sixteen? No, you don't. Okay. All right. I'm that. See, that's my. I I know it. It makes some people mad, but I'm the same way. Like I'd rather stay alive than no. There's a six or better coming, and it also depends what's out there. Sure, but, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you play a shoe or single or double deck. We'll just we we'll play whatever, whatever. Last night we were playing the table, and the dealer pushed on twenty two. That what sucked? Oh my gosh! I'll make you guys sick. Oh. Yes, yeah. Without doing it on your own. Yeah. Do you so? Do you partake when you're here in Vegas in kind of the nightlife type stuff when you're here for the finals, or is that? Pretty low key for the rodeo. No, not really. Like, um, I mean, it's so busy. There's so much going on. You get here, you do the back number night. I mean, everybody's there. You, you know, that's that's kind of when you go out for supper or whatever. All Mm -hmm. everybody gets met up for the first time, and we usually drink beer or something. Go out to uh, to one of the casinos or Mm -hmm. 
kind of do something like that. But once the rodeo starts, it's it's pretty well like, I mean, we'll we'll have some beers in the locker room and stuff. But I'm not, I might go out once during the week or something, but not not a lot. You know, right. we mostly mostly back to the Airbnb and take care of business. So you were talking about your son just a little bit ago. How how many kids do you have? I have two. Two? Yeah. Okay. Is that enough? Or actually, I have one on the way. Oh, do you really? Yep. Is yeah. it a boy or girl? I don't know. Okay. Are you, you're not going to find so out. We won't find out. Oh, you're going to have three no. under three. I'll have three under five. My daughter will be five in August. Oh okay. my yep. gosh. So your son's two. Your daughter's my son's two. Okay. We'll have one in November. Is that it, or are you repopulating the world? I think I think that might be that's, enough. <laughs> that's a pretty tight little cabin group right there. Yeah, it is. That's, that's getting a lot of work. Done. It is. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this Holy the time cow. where we bring up the wife? Because that is incredible that she's uh, handling all that while she, you're on the road <laughs> yeah, most she's of the time. A busy lady. Yeah, but I'm I'm guessing you guys have some family around that helps. Or we do. Yeah, family very close, and uh, yeah, we got we got a good good team, good support system. So, who made the decision to not figure out if it's a boy or a girl before it's born? Um. Both of us, really. Really? Uh, okay. we, we didn't find out on the other ones either. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a good surprise. Yeah, that is a good surprise. What color is the room? Gray. Uh, it doesn't even have a room right now. <laughs> <Dan>. <laughs> we're build we're building a house, so we're in uh in my in laws basement, so they didn't even have a room. Did uh did you guys do you fight over names or is it pretty do you do you defer and just let her pick or how how does that work? No, it's um you know, it's usually pretty Pretty fair play, I guess. You know, we um, we haven't even talked about names for this one. I I don't even know. When's the due date? November November first. Okay, all right. You got time. Yeah. Before there... Boxing Day and all that, right. so that's good. I'm sure she's probably got some. <laughs> yeah. Out you don't know. She. Knows I don't exactly know. where this thing's going. Is there any traditions that run in your family with naming? Like we have an initial thing in my family. Okay. Yeah. No. Not not my family. Like my the wife, rights. My wife likes like. Kind of like older classic names, you know. Oh, like, okay, not, nice. With not a silly made up name with you know an I and a Y and all. Yeah. The the best <laughs> advice I ever got is think of your first day of kindergarten when you walk in on the first day of kindergarten. Yeah. What is the teacher going to say, and are the other kids going to pick on you? So, yeah, you actually that actually crosses your mind when you're naming your kid. Absolutely. Like, what are they going to What are they going to call them at school? <laughs> yep. See, and I don't even think about school. I always think about like. That first day at work. Yeah. How does that come across? Like when you have to reach your hand out and shake that hand, how does that name stick? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad that my kids won't be going down a lot of the same roads and bad decisions that I did for like the first day of prison. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the first or second time? Whatever, you, went? you know. Let's take a quick pause and we'll be right back. Looking for NFR video content and features? It's all in one place at forward slash Las Vegas NFR. You will find unique features like the top 35 most memorable moments since 1985, the top 60 NFR contestants of all time, NFR champions recaps, custom NFR videos, and much more. You'll also find NFR performance recaps, insider tips and interviews you might have missed along the way. Once you dive in, you'll find a lot more great content. There's something for all rodeo fans because legacies and memories are made in Vegas. So 
So what's your your daughter? Is she into horses and that sort of stuff too, or what's her direction? For yeah, she likes to ride. She's got her uh, little Welsh looking pony thing, old Chief. Yeah, Chief gets saddled most days, and uh, yeah, he 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 makes a lot of laps, old Chief. That's a good name for a <laughs> <Yeah>. pony too. <laughs> so what? I mean, but that's the thing too. I mean, I live in Montana, you live in Canada, and a lot of the people are like, oh, we ride year round, but. It's no joke. There's eight months out of the year where there's snow on the ground. So what do you guys do in the winter months? Well, so in the winter months, we have a, a place, we got a, just 20 acres um, east of San Antonio. So we spend we spend all the winters down there just because I got to be down there rodeoing, you know. Because that makes sense. Yeah. So we, uh, we're we pretty lucky. We, we get to skip out on a lot of the, right. a lot of the cold. And running grass calves, sell everything October, November. We're down in Texas. Yeah, that's why I don't keep anything around. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> Smart man. Yes. Get, get a few rope and steers in Texas. There that's you it. go. ADOs. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody around San Antonio you can find a rope with, too. So. Oh, yeah. Do you pack horses down there, then? Oh, yeah. How, how many yeah. horses do you take with you? Uh, we had, uh, what did we take? Now, there was a lot of them down there this year. Um, I think we took seven and, and chief. Nice. Wow. And then there's seven and a quarter. Three down there already. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, we were talking earlier, just off mic with with wags and and you guys were talking about your rodeo schedule and he said rodeo doesn't really start until reno so during the summer when you're wide open is is there a a go-to thing that you like to to have to help you keep going whether it's like for me it's sunflower seeds and coke coca-cola that is (laughs) get down the road somehow no no. but do you have like a go-to that that helps you keep going well Coffee. Okay. Drink a lot of coffee. Okay. Yeah. Um, that and a little rock and roll, I guess. That's, <laughs> that's, about all, that's about all we get into. Caffeine and rock and roll. Yeah. I like it. So what What are your Zins. favorite? A lot of Zins. A lot of, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what What would be like your top two or three rock and roll songs that you like to listen to? Oh, there's, there's a lot of good rock and roll songs. I don't even know that I could pick a favorite. Classic rock? What what genre of rock? Yeah, are we? classic yeah. rock. So like metal type rock? Well, just like your your ACDC. There you go. Metallica, maybe. yeah, Leonard, and yeah, all of them. So we'll go like early two thousands back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. He's not that old. <laughs> At, well, that would be classic rock to him. I'm, I'm like, no, that was like our stuff. Like, no, you're old. I'm like, damn it. So how old were you when you first qualified for the NFR? I would have been. I was in fifteen. I was twenty. 21. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That does make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the worst part. Everybody keeps calling me, uh, they're like, oh, you're the, you're an old vet now. I'm like, well, I'm only 28. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at Wade Sundell. It's like, that's an old vet. Oh, right there. With the guy that's 38. Yeah. 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 And looks like he's 64. So speaking of the future then, how, how many years do you want to keep riding? As long as you're healthy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Maybe um, I don't think like I don't think the bronc riding will probably ever go away. Um, you know, I, I think it'll just be more when I'm when I'm done. You know, over over all the travel and, mm-hmm. and stuff. I think. Mm-hmm. So did, with kids too, yeah, that's, that, that approaches rapidly. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's like, once they get get uh, get a little older, they they really get a lot of their own stuff going on. You know. Yeah. So even when you're not rodeoing, do you still want to go back and forth between Texas and Canada? Is that kind of your long-term plan? Uh, I don't I don't really know what will happen there. Um, you know, that will be kind of depend on what the kids are doing and 
in school and all that, you know. I don't think too far ahead. I just day by day. Day by day. Yeah. <laughs> Horse at a time, brother. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna throw in here. I believe we booked his flight two days ago for him to be here on this event. Two days ago? Yeah. I, I didn't know where wow. I was gonna be. Day by day is literal. And, and day yeah. by day, man. Holy cow. I didn't yeah. know if I was gonna be in California or flying out of Calgary. Wow. So I'm like, just hold I, off. Yeah, we're I'll, jump, tell you, we're I'll tell you the morning of. We're, we're, <laughs> we're living on different. We're, we're living on different. At a time. We're going jump at a time. Yeah, we're living on different wavelengths. Yeah. I, Andy got was fl- texting me in January. I, I've got are, are flights. We set? Yeah. Are we ready? I've got flights for September already booked. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I wow, two days notice. I I can't. I didn't even know they would let you book a flight that soon. <laughs> oh, did you get the extra pat down at TSA? Make sure it wasn't anything weird. No, they actually my ticket wouldn't work and. They wouldn't, because it, my uh, Canadian ID wouldn't scan, so then I had to go back. They had to go get my bag off the, wherever they keep it in the back, and I had to get my passport out of it. Oh, really? Gosh. Yeah. Is that common? No, that's the first time that's ever happened. Usually, you you can fly domestic down here with your ID. Huh. Interesting. So, from title to title, do you, do they feel different? I mean... Everybody asks me that. Like, the first two, everyone's like, which one is, you know your favorite and the first the first one was they're completely different like first one i don't like nobody nobody thought i was gonna be that guy you know um it's kind of jacobs it was basically jacobs he had it and a lot of things had to go right for for me to uh to win and um they happened to go you know go my way and and uh so that one that one was pretty cool you know come from behind and everything and then in 19 by round nine they couldn't like I already had a one that couldn't mm-hmm. catch me. So two completely different, you know, both both really cool, but I would have to say this last one is definitely my favorite. It was an exciting race too, because I mean it literally came down to the last horse, last ride. I mean that was Yeah, and it was some dang good bronc riding all yes, week. It was. it was salty. Yeah, I mean because we literally talked about it just going back and forth, you know, the first five days you're like, Lefty's gonna win his first title. Like right. that that's going to happen. And you know, then you just, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere because you've won them before, so we had our eye on you. But it was it was exciting that it came down to the Yeah, I the just had a lot of ground to make up, which yep. seemed, you know, same thing. There's going to there's gonna have to be some things go right. Yeah. My boy, Butner, he I, he got bucked off, I think, what, round nine or ten or something? Ten. That ten. cost Butner about 80 grand. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that was bad whoops. Yeah. And I whine about losing 200 playing craps <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the thing i mean that deal like with that average on the 10th round too i mean there's so well, that much, was that the is thing like, i really didn't need butner to go down because right. he was going to win third in the average which was going to keep them other guys far enough out of it he went down one of them got you know got in Bumped on the down. average yeah but turns butner. out it didn't matter so if you have to do the same scenario over again and you can't draw the same horse what what would you want your 10th round horse to be Oh, doesn't matter really. Any of them. I mean, that's that's fifteen best bucking horses in the world, yeah. right? But that was the perfect horse, um, you know, to have in that situation. There are there any horses that have your number? Um, I would have to say uh, Big Fork of JD Hammaker. Okay, uh, she's not rank or nothing. Uh, just a nice little hopper. I just I haven't been able to ride her yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on her three times and I fell off every time. 
I got a buddy that got bucked off a heel horse named Cupcake, and I will never. So now we call him Copenhagen Cupcake. <laughs> Copenhagen <laughs> he got Cupcake. bucked off a heel horse named Cupcake. Oh. I want to talk Vegas for a second, just because you've been here eight times now. When you get here, is there any restaurants, places that are like a must go for you? No. Um, honestly, that's. I feel like I, I can't, I've come to Vegas eight, uh, yeah, for eight years now, and I don't really, like, I've never went and seen a show or <laughs> done any Vegas stuff, you know, but. So there's nothing you have to, like, check off your box, like, hey, we have to go to In-N-Out Burger, or, like, there's no. No, not really. I would like to ride that Ferris wheel one year, but I still haven't done it. <laughs> the link, there's an all-you-can-drink version of oh. it, where for, well, see, I think that's it's what like an hour do. and 30 minutes, you go on, and there's, like, yeah. a bartender. How do you pee? You don't. It's That's only an dangerous. hour and 30 minutes. But it holds like 20 I, people. You can fill yeah. it. It's kind of cool. I asked this because Steve's kid last night said, you know, I went to Scotch 89 and uh, Scotch 80. And uh, they didn't have cherry jubilees. <laughs> can you believe that? And I was like, dang. I'm like, yeah, it's not 1950 either, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bougie kid. Yeah. That'll happen. Well, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Uh I think that that covered pretty much all the bases in which we needed to discuss, and I I will nice. never ever 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 not have, hold you as a contender, no matter what spot <laughs> you are in the world ever again. I do apologize about that, but uh, yeah, best of luck to you, and look forward to seeing you back here this year. Hey, thank you very much, right, Zeke. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Zeke Thurston, ladies and gentlemen. Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. <laughs>